So, we have a great topic today. This is Elijah Ignatieff and... Uh, Chinoa. And we're in the midst of our exposure, vulnerability, and I'm, I'm asking her for praise. And that has stimulated a very strong response. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that, Chinoa? Well, I think most men um, didn't get the kind of praise they needed when they were kids. And you're not the only one who asks me to see you for more than what you are. Uh, <laughs> or for more than what you've proven yourself to be. Could you go into more depth about that? Really? Please. What depth about what? Like, well, I'm asking you to see me as being more valuable, so I'll feel more valuable, and then I'll be more let's say, attractive to money. I want to change my, my relationship to money. And I feel that I've been in a pattern lock of how, of how I am seen by people and the value that I am. And I feel I hold tremendous value. I've done something that nobody on the planet's done. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... You are your self-worth and your ability to achieve what you want in life is dependent upon me telling you how fantastic you how are. How did that come about? What, what well, kind that's of, what it sounds like. No, I'm you're my primary partner right now. Okay. And and you want more and praise. Also, no, also because I'm not spending time with almost anybody and I'm totally focused on my work, right? Yes. Is that true? Yes. So I'm, I'm focused of work. How long have I been working on this work? Off and on for 25 years. There you go. 25 years on one thing. Do you know many people who have done that? <clears throat> well, yes, yeah, some people do, okay? A new thing, like an invention and an idea. I don't know. Some do you know people... anyone? Do you know any, in, any Look, inventors? I've been working on stuff for 25 <laughs> years. <laughs> so are you, consider yourself an inventor? No, I'm a, an artist, an artist that's un expressed or incomplete artist. Ah, why do you say that? Because going into the artist state requires, you know, it requires a lot of isolation and it requires um, to live a life of poverty, which I'm not willing to do. Ah. Yeah, and so I know you've, you've lived in isolation for a long time. But this whole idea of men wanting praise, I mean, I know it's important for men to receive acknowledgement um, for what they've accomplished and for who they are. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think one of the most important things to do in some ways is to impress your woman. And oh, is that right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Really? And I think men get into a sort of pattern lock with the woman they're with where the woman isn't that happy and the man isn't doing what the woman wants. The woman sees what the man is doing and she, she wants something different, but she can't change it, so she accepts it. But inside, she judges the man for either what he's producing or the life he is living. Do you find that? I think women are always keeping score, yeah. Ah. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, we always keep score. We always we remember everything. 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 And so, if a man says like, if a man says he's gonna do something, uh -huh. and then there's no results, uh -huh. 
And then he says he's going to do something again, and again there's no results. Uh-huh. And he says he's going to do something again, and then again there's no results. And then you break up with him, and then you get with the next guy, and he starts doing the same thing. Ah. And then you tolerate it for a little while, and maybe you, you know, instead of doing it ten times, you say after eight times you break up with him. Oh. Then the next so it's time, a deal breaker. So the next time, it you know he says he's going to do something six times. You know, and you go, okay, that's enough. And then you break up with him. So um, eventually we get tired of hearing that from men. Uh, of, of hearing they're going to... So these, how, these how, do you grand, assess, how do you assess... These grand offerings of these magnificent things they're going to do to win our hearts and make us happy and take care of us for the rest of our lives. And they don't fucking do it. So, so then I'm like... Okay, thank you. I'm pre- I'm glad you're thinking that way. It's very nice of you to think that way. I I'm happy that you're thinking of me in the future, but inside, do I really believe it? Exactly. <laughs> so I because I, I've been I've been I've been um duped duped yes, but I've been jaded. Uh, very jaded. Yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you something okay. in terms of. Assessing results. Okay. How do you assess results? How do I assess results? Yeah. If you say you're going to go to the store and buy a bag of rice, and then if you come home with a bag of rice, I'm like, okay, thank you. You That's the result. You say you're going to do something, and you follow through, and you do it. Okay, now what if someone is working on something that you don't know how to assess their results? Well, it depends. Like for you, you, for example, I see if I see you working and you're continuously working and then you're showing me little bits of your work here and there. You're telling me about your meetings that you're a part of and that you're accomplishing this and that. Then um, then I see results. To me, that's results. Progress is results. If if um, now what what happens? If someone has built something that, let's say, nobody knows about, but has a very high value, like it's not what's being done now, but it's it's already been done. Like, let's say the card set. Okay, so what? Let about... me ask you about the card set. Okay. How valuable is that card set? I don't know until it's until you have a market, someone to buy it, and how, what, how and, many... and a value that you're willing to sell it for. Then there's no dollar value for it. Okay, but let me ask you something. How many businesses could get some help with communication? Probably a lot of them, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of communication tools out there, and I see I see a lot of improvement over the last, you know, since I've been in the workforce. So, and that's the last well, Let me 40, ask you about 40, the conversation cards. Some years. Have you ever seen something like the conversation cards? No, I haven't, no. Do you have any other decks? I have um, I have a native Indian deck, which is super, the Lakota deck. I have another um, indigenous deck. I have the medicine cards. I've got about four sets of tarot cards. I've got the flower cards. And I have the Taoist Qigong cards. Or the Taoist Qi cards. Why do you have those I, decks? I Ching, not Qigong, I Ching. Because, you know, I've tested all of them out. For um for divination for the value of divination to help me with with you know understanding situations and being able to predict my future 
And would, would you say there are many other people on the planet that use divination decks? Lots of people use divination decks. Lots and lots of people. Very popular. Right? Yeah, very popular. You go to Banyan Books and there's about, oh my God, there's at least 50, if not 100 different kinds of decks there. There's a lot. Now, how many decks there's are business-oriented? There's nothing like yours. How many are business-oriented? I haven't seen any other business-oriented ones, although some businesses may have them. I haven't any seen any, no. So there's, there's no business ones. People are very interested in decks. Well, these are the these are the non these are the people who don't have businesses though. Like the people who are interested in decks are generally mostly women, but some men, but they're generally into astrology and they're into psychic consultants and they're into you know, maybe they're into the, the I Ching, like they're they're into some sort of alternative meditative process or alternative way view of looking at the world, right? So how that's going to translate to the business world, it's, a, it's unknown. But the interesting thing, here's the interesting thing, is that you don't really know because you would think that um, people who, in mainstream society are pretty much box thinkers, right? They, you know, and take a Christian society, for example, they go to church on Sunday, they drink beer on Friday night, they work Monday to Friday. They have two or three kids. You know, that's kind of the thing that I was grown up with. That's the ideal that you want. And, you know, I don't know where that exists, but I know that it exists. It, it, it was appearing to exist in suburbs, etc. But you wouldn't, but you wouldn't think that these people, um, the, 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 the number one thing that most of these people believe in outside of their Christian faith is angels is angels and so they have their it's like well what is that how would how like i i would look at that like they they believe in well if they believe in christ well what it, why are they talking about after death experiences and you know alternative which all out you know after death experiences or or what do you call them um near-death experiences give you an expanded consciousness experience right which is in many ways is contradictory to their Christian faith or whatever other faith they have, but they're still holding on to their Christian faith. So what I'm saying is people that you might think are, are living in a box definitely actually in, a, in many ways don't live in a box. They have, there's a, so this possibility of these cards working in the business world where you think they're living in a box they're actually very open-minded to, th there's a new consciousness coming. You know, I think younger people are quite different than older people. Hmm. I'm always amazed when I see younger people uh, taking the helm of something way ahead, way in advanced of what we're, of, of what's happening right now. So anyways, that's my long-winded answer. There's a great potential for your, your cards. Okay, let me, let me ask you this. Um, in terms of, like conversation cards, like you've had a deck for what about a month, two months? Um, two months. Two months. Mm -hmm. What do you find is the most valuable thing so far? With the cards? Yeah, like how have you used them? Well, I'm kind of shocked in how accurate they are. So I don't use them that much. Like, 
because I've done the, the I Ching, for example, the teachings of the I Ching say, yeah, throw the I Ching, but don't overuse them because once you start overusing a, a practice of divination, it starts to lose its power. Huh. So um, I've used them. I used them for one reading on my, on my um, what do you call it, the manifestation table. And then I used them for two readings, one for my new business and one for my new education course that I'm taking. Um, and I'm going to use them more. I just haven't figured out or I haven't spent the time to, to use them more. Um, what kind of results did you get with them when you use them? Uh, well, the manifestation table, I find with the manifestation table, I actually have to put more attention and focus on it. Like, you have to really use it. You can't just throw the cards on the manifestation table and think that you're going to manifest something. You have to, when you throw a card, you have to use the advice that the card is giving you. Otherwise, it's it really, oh, well, that's interesting. Okay, it kind of, you know. Do you, do you remember the reading? Which reading? The manifestation do you remember the cards that are on there? No, and I took it down already because I, I didn't put any enough effort into it. So I, I actually took it apart and said, I'll have to do that another time. But there's time. another one on there now. There's there? two. T no, I took it off. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. But I have two readings sitting there, from one for my business and one for my the course that I'm doing. And what, what are they telling you? Okay, so, well, the first reading that I did was for my business... And the choice I got was energy. Choice card was energy. The conversation card was interview, which is crazy because I'm like, my new business is doing podcasts. And how many conversation cards are there? 72. And this is the card I chose. So that's pretty... That's pretty remarkable. And then the value card I got was globalization. So I have to hold... I mean, I have to hold in the idea that my podcast is going global. It's mm. going to be available all around the world. Mm. And and the choice card was energy, the capacity of a physical system to do work. So I thought that was actually a really cool reading. Mm. Um, Why don't you give a whole... How does that all work together? Like, how did that answer... Did you set an intention or ask a question? Um, uh, it was more like, what is the, what do I need to know? What do I need to know about moving, going into this new project of uh, doing a podcast? Uh, and so it told me that my energy is important, um, that I have to, that, that interviewing is going to be important. So it's not going to be just a solo cast. I'm going to be podcasting and interviewing people, not just speaking myself. And that I have to keep in mind that it's going to be global. So it was like, wow, it was like, right. It was like, for me, it was like, yes, that's exactly how I'm, that's exactly what's, what's on. When, when the cards show up exactly what I'm sort of thinking, then I'm, I know that I'm in, align, in alignment, like what I'm doing is in, align, in alignment with who I am. Okay. Because when I do a, a, divinate, a reading, a divination or a pulling cards, that's telling me something um, that's in, that's in alignment with me. Right, that's in alignment with my inner self. And so when it shows up on the outer, that shows me my outer, what's happening on the outer is in alignment with what's happening on the inner. So that reading was awesome. Right. The next reading I was doing, because I'm doing a certification program for my Tai Chi Qi Gong, um, the card I got was, the choice card I got was purpose. 
the reason for which something exists or is done, made, or used, purpose. And the conversation on card I got was friendship, which I thought was really interesting because I was thinking when I chose my teacher to do the certification card, I chose her specifically because I thought that I could be a peer of hers. I felt more like a peer conversation, a friendship conversation. And the value is divinity, which of course, that's what you get out of doing those practices. Mm. Like that I'm, that, you know, the, that I'm, that there's a value of, um, to value the quality of being divine. So to me, that was like, ah, oh, this is on purpose for me purpose through friendship to divinity like that felt really good and then I did another reading when I did my first podcast my first podcast or my first wasn't really a podcast it was announcing that I'm going to be doing a podcast my first video that I put out to the world 450 views (laughs) which I've never had that many views wow so the cards I got were lens a channel through which something can be seen or understood. The conversation type is presentation to present a product solution that solves a particular problem. And the value card I got was accountability. That was like, I was being accountable to myself for the, um, the quality that I wanted to do because I redid that thing a number of times like 15 or 20 times and I was on time handing it in so I was being accountable to both mm. to both the my coach and uh and the class as well as to myself and my own uh standards I guess so no that was that was a more practical kind of a reading um and so this this last reading I'll probably throw that one away but these other two readings are more general around the project so I think they're there are things I want to remember throughout. Mm. Um, yeah, so it was really helpful. So what do you think of the three cards and the kind of, you know, the value conversation type and then a, a lens? How, how does that come across in terms of thinking and how you use it to see or understand something? Well, when you say value, it's always to me something that connects into my heart, right? The, the, when you value something, it touches your heart somehow. It represents your heart. It represents your ethics and your morals. Um, there's just something that you have. There's a little extra energy in it. So I think having a value card uh, on, around any business um, that's going to tell you where you're going to where you're going to um, where you as an individual are going to are going to either benefit yourself or benefit the business through your full presence through what you value so value card I think is really important understanding the conversation type that in that to me is like if there's 50 conversation types in a room like to me I, I go to the acting the actor like oh I'm in the, I'm in a presentation conversation so it, it, it lets me see um, what role I'm taking on a more objective point of view, right? And then the lens, to me, is always, um, it's important because it's how I'm looking at it. What, what, what I'm looking at 
so for example, the friendship conversation, if, if my friendship conversation was with the energy choice, then I'd go, oh, this is an energetic friendship. But when the friendship conversation is coming for the, the lens of purpose, it's like, I, I know there's a, it, it has a deeper, it gives me a deeper understanding uh, to the purpose of um, what I'm doing in my life. So I find it really helpful. Okay. So to me, I, I wanted to ask you and to find out how much value you've gotten from the cards so far with no training. Well, a little bit of training, I guess. Well, it's, it's definitely helping me take the next step in my life, which sometimes I find difficult to do. Like I, I'm the kind of person that, you know, I went to school and I did really well in school because I was in a structure and I got exercises and projects to do and I did well in my jobs because I had a job to do and I went and did it. Being self-employed, I find it everything a little bit more of a challenge. And to change my self-employment work, I need more sort of structure. So this gives me um, a bit of structure. even So I, I can see great potential and when I was doing this, I was seeing actually a bigger, a long-term uh, expanded possibility of how I can work with these cards. Huh. I did, yeah. So you're living with the inventor of the cards. I am living with the inventor of the cards. So yes. th does that give you kind of like an inside track? Or, it does. Or a, like, didn't these cards get branded with your own? They did. So someone who's living with you has taken an invention and branded personally yes for you yes so you could go out into the world and market these cards with this brand why do you think he did that oh I don't think I'm gonna market them with my own brand on them why not what happens if you get a larger percentage well we'll see like let's say I sell these cards right and I put planetary guards or I put something else on here right yeah now if you want to be involved in the business which we have spoken about you would get a percentage of the sales. Yeah, for sure. But I don't want to sell them with my brand on them. Those are my cards. Okay. So, but, your... but how much did you like? How much do you like having a personal? Oh, it's a nice side. Thing. Yeah, it's first. It's a very nice. So it's like your cards. Yes. Custom does it like it's just yes. this is you. Yes. Would you pay more for that? Uh, well, yeah, for sure. And have you ever seen that in other st cards? No. Like, an ability to brand something. No. Do you think other businesses would be interested in selling these cards if they could put their brand on I'm not sure if they're selling them, but they might want to have like a hundred sets for their big business and have it, you know. Why would they want that? To get their to get their um, their teams to work efficiently with each other and on the projects that they're working on. Well, how would these cards help with that? It just gets people excited to know they're on track and actually gives them a little bit of direction. Have you ever seen any sort of set of conversations ever in card form? No. How important are conversations in business? Uh, very important. How important is it not to waste time in meetings? Well, I imagine it's very business, very important. I haven't been a part of a well, business, business like that. How, how many businesses use meetings as a methodology to bring people together to talk? I'm um, pretty much a, a lot of them, yeah. And how many of those meetings do you think 
they waste time in. <laughs> they try not to waste any time. People, I know, but I, I think I, I've heard that forty percent of time is wasted in meetings. Like forty percent of their time is wasted. In oh, meetings. businesses that I worked in, the guys hated wasting time. Right. Yeah. But when you have meetings, ten people in a room, fifty bucks an hour for an hour. That's a lot of money for someone. To, well, it depends who's in the meeting. If the owners are in the meeting, then it's a little different. Yeah. If it's just people that work for the company in the meeting, then they waste more time. What if you could take the agenda and you and have conversation type beside each agenda item? I, I guess that wouldn't work. You kind of take me to a... I'm just saying that sometimes you got to brainstorm ideas. I know, but you're taking me. You're taking me outside to a place where I don't think about big businesses. I'm not the right person. No, no. What do you know? What I'm trying to do? Yeah, you're trying to get me to tell you how great your cards are. Yes. I know they're great, but I am not a business person with ten people that I'm trying to get. To coordinate with each no, I know, other. I know, but look like you're about to have a heart attack. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Is is it's acknowledgement. It's like this to me is like a twenty million dollar product. Ask, I know, but you're asking the wrong person. No, I, I, I'm just saying. But you're an intelligent woman. I totally, who, I, I if, totally if, if, see if you, the value. A hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent. I see the value. So, but if, for, to, if, for you to ask me... Does that value go away? Is it going to go away tomorrow? Or is no, it going to increase? No. Like so this this you, has not gone in the market yet, right? No, but so what do no you want one, from me? <laughs> well, originally what I said to you is I want you to see me as a rich, wealthy man. And you had said, I didn't earn it. Or you, didn't, or, or, or you don't see the potential in me. I didn't say that either. What did you say? Because there seemed to be a block. There seemed to be some reason why you didn't want to see me as a more valuable person. Like I hadn't earned something in your in your sight. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't. Like, I'm like one of those stupid women that will fall for a guy because I love him, not because I care about his work. Like most women don't fall for a guy because of their work. They fall for a guy because they love him, the person. And so you're asking me... But what about me, that? No, no, I'm not asking, asking about me, why you fall for me. I'm, 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 you're I'm, asking I'm, me to give you praise for something or to be attracted to you because of that. I'm not asking for attraction. What are you asking? I think every man wants to be, let's say, respected for the work that he has done, what he has earned. And if, if he feels as if someone, like for me, because I'm an inventor, who my invention hasn't come into the world. So let me ask no, you just, this. No, okay. my invention has not come into the world, right? Yeah. And you, you've seen how I live. Yes. Like, do I have enough resources to bring this into the world? Like, how am I working right now? Do I have a big office? Do I have, like, people working for me? No. Do I have, like, no. a lot of support? No. no. I'm an inventor who's working on not just these, 
But how many other things am I working on? I don't know. How many other products have you seen me create? Uh, lots. Lots. Like you, you saw me. Yes, create this. I've seen lots. So how long did that take? What is the point? I have to get to work. What is the point? Sorry. See how much time and energy you're putting into your podcast. Yes. Imagine doing that for twenty-five years. Without getting the reward. What do you Without want? Without the okay, people. Okay, so helping. what if I imagine that? So what? Like. Imagine me. Why do man. I have to feel that way? Why do I? I don't understand what you want. Sorry. Like, I know your story and I respect it, and you've done so much so far. Like, it's as if. Um, I don't want to be like, I'm not the kind of person that's going to be brown nosing to you all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like Brown nosing? Yeah. Why, why is encouragement you seen don't, as you brown nosing? You don't think I encourage you? No. Well... <clears throat> Some things that I say, and I find it, I mean, to be honest, some things that I say, uh, I find it activates you. Maybe you don't realize that it does, but I've seen that it does. When you do do it. Like, don't I respond quite well when you praise me or encourage me or say something nice about what yes. I've done? Yes, for sure. But I... I like, are you Do saying you know that why? Because it happens so little. You say that I don't praise you very often? Well, you don't I, seem that... I praise you pretty much every day. Like, I'm a very detached person. That's just who I'm not, like, over the top about anything. Like, I don't... Haven't you noticed that about me? Like, you know, I don't react to so much. If I was in a state of reaction all the time, given my job... You'd be hearing me reacting all the fucking time. I'm not that kind of person. I'm just want to be a nice, calm, steady, balanced individual. So that means I'm not going to make a great big, huge deal out of, you know, some asshole that I have to deal with in my job and not really tell you what the fuck went on. And I'm not going to make a great big deal about something wonderful either. Sometimes I do. You know, when I'm feeling great and I come out half naked and I throw my arms in the air and ta-da! Let me ask you something but, about the Synergizer. Because now we're adding a game board to these cards. Did you okay. participate in a Synergizer? Yeah, I've done them a couple times. Quite and, a few times. And what do you think of it? I think they're great. I think they're great communication tools. Uh, they're great for households with, you know, a good variety of people. Um... I think they're great for individuals, you know, doing exploration and, and getting help from other people. Not only getting help from the divine or through the divination process, but getting insights from other people as well. So, and you, you get to know each other really deeply, quite quickly. So I find, yeah. Have you ever it, seen anything like it? No, no. That it uses divination? Not I mean, I've been involved in some processes, you know, in the, in trauma healing groups where we get very deep, very fast. 
But have so, you, was that group divination? Like were cards It wasn't involved? a group divination, no, no. Have you ever been in a group divination well, before? Around a table? <clears throat> no, not the same way, no. No. But these cards are unique, so... I'm, I, I'm just trying to show the uniqueness of them in terms of value. You're trying to show them that to me? Well, to... I mean, we're on a podcast, so okay, obviously yeah, not yeah, just Okay, yeah, 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 for you. sure. It's, it's, mean... it's like... I've, the, the thing from my end, and the reason I'm maybe belittling the point or, or wanting to make the point, mm-hmm. is I feel I've invented something amazing, like fucking amazing. But I did, what, two synergizers in the last year? Three? You did a lot more than that. I sat at th- at least three myself. Okay, so let's say under five. You did more than that. I'm saying this year I've probably done under 10 synergizers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Under 10. Okay. Now, it's a communication device. It's never been used before. I mean, it doesn't exist. So it's breakthrough technology. But I've only done it like a few times. Like, why aren't I doing it every week? Like, it would make sense to do it a lot, right? To get your reputation up, to, to bring it into the market. You want to test it, right? But doesn't it seem strange that I haven't done that much? No. Why? Because you're, because you're the creative type. You're, um, you, you get your pleasure and your joy out of creating something new. You've created this a long time ago. Maybe you're a little bit bored with it. I don't know. But, um. How, the, how much business potential you think is in the Synergizer? I don't, I have no idea. I'm not a business person. How many people like communicating, getting together and chatting? Like, well, I guess a lot of people. Like you, you, per, you went in a synergizer. Would people want to do that? I don't know. You have to. I, I wanted to do it. You have to do some market research to see if other people want to do it. Yeah. Like, but you're not. You're not. Uh, you're not the big marketer guy. Like. Or I don't know why. So you might. I need some help. Yeah, you need. Do I need help in what I'm doing right now? You think? Probably. Like a lot of help. Probably. Like, am I doing well for what I have? I have no idea. I don't know. Like, do I have a lot of funding? No. Do I have a lot of people coming over and helping? No. So no. I'm, I'm working on this on my own okay, what without you, any funding. The, no, without any funding. Yes, that's. I'm right. just trying to establish this because these these people don't know that. Okay. Right. So I'm, I'm creating inventions, yes. no funding, no support, but I'm, I keep outputting high value products okay. that are all integrated together in one system, right? Yes. And I, I just printed out a whole bunch of maps for you, right? I showed you some maps the other day. Yes. Did they seem like a lot of them? What? Like a lot of them? Like. I don't know. You printed like a whole stack. Right, but each each of those like, is a map. Was there four hundred of them or something? No, but that's a lot, right? Yeah, maybe two hundred of them. I don't know. There was a lot. So I've got maps, game boards, card sets, processes, and software. Yes. That's that's a lot of things, isn't it? It's a lot of stuff. And you, you can testify the fact that I, I, I'm working yes. on it all the time. Yes. Like, it's the only thing I kind of work yes. on, right? Yes. Do I hurt people? 
No. Do I go out there and try to hurt people? <laughs> no. You ever see me hurt anyone on purpose? Like, do I speak about wanting to hurt people? No. What do I speak about doing? Uh, getting rid of the freaking nutballs. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know, because you want to change the world. So I'm working every day on maps, game boards, card sets, processing software to change the world. Yes. And do you ever see me deviate from that? No. Do I spend time on anything else? No. Is that a bit strange? How many, have you ever met someone who's just always doing something like that? Whether they're paid or not, they just, that's all they do. Yes, I have. Really? Yes. Okay, well, that's the end of our show. My brother, he's an artist. Okay. Our artists are driven to create, no matter who wants to buy their work or not. So it's an artist mentality. Um, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. There's not a lot of people that can stay in that state of consciousness, channeling something and co-creating with... Um, with spirit, you know, something that's never been created before. It's the artist, it's the artist archetype, if you want to put it at that, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. And do you think bringing more values, and insights into communication is good for the species? I don't like calling human people species, but yes, it is. I like calling it humanity. I prefer the word humanity. So it's, it's not just a selfish endeavor, like there's something in that that is good for others. When you create something, the creator puts himself aside. The creator is not usually creating it for himself. He's creating it because he feels an exquisite um, sense, an exquisite sense of almost ecstasy when the creation is coming through him so if you if you're in that state like i'm there i highly respect that am i in that state now uh right in this moment i don't know if you're in the state right in this moment are we creating something of high value maybe we'll have to listen back and see did you feel like you were doing any ums and ahs during this chat i don't know I'll have to see, listen back and see. You didn't have one. I didn't? You were fully engaged. Okay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so this is the first podcast of the New Paradigm Toolkit. Is it? With Elijah Ignatieff and... Uh, Chinua Johnston. And we will be diving into the tools we were just speaking about. And hopefully, as we go along, you may go, Hey, guess what? I think I want a card set. Or I want one of those maps they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then you can start to play along with us. So thank you for listening. Have a great time wondering what these cards really look like. We'll be back in one week. <laughs>